This podcast is sponsored by the Joyce Foundation, which invests in public policies to advance racial equity and economic mobility for the next generation in the Great Lakes region. Good morning. Welcome back to Crane's Mackinac Policy Conference podcast series here on day three of the conference. I'm Crane's managing editor, Michael Lee. Joining me this morning is Rick DeVore, who at the beginning of April became CEO of the Community Foundation of Michigan, Southeastern Michigan. He succeeded Miriam Noland, who led the organization for 36 years. Rick, I want to talk a little bit about that that transition. You were in banking for, for, for a long time. Now you've moved to the philanthropy. Um, the Community Foundation has, has given out hundreds of millions of dollars in grants over the years and manages more. Um, how'd this new position come about? Sure. And, um, you know, first of all, getting to Miriam Nolan is interesting following an institution, right? Mm-hmm. So it's much easier to follow a train wreck, which is not the case here. Um, but with that said, um, one of the unique things about my former employer, PNC Bank, is that the foundations are run by each regional president. And so I did have experience running a foundation, granted not the same size and scope as the community foundation. Um, but I think when you look at some of it, you know, an investment committee is very important. We manage a billion four in assets, um, investment committee, audit committee, compliance issues. Those are right down the fairway for bankers, right? Um, but I think, um, so that's a little bit of the history, but um, it was so early November, got a phone call from my good friend, uh, Jim Nicholson, uh, chairman of the board of PVS Chemicals. And when he first brought this up, I thought, you know, it was flattering, but I was like, well, I'm not sure that really sounds like something that I would be doing. And I was thinking about retiring probably in a couple of years. And then the more I started thinking about it, and my wife said to me, you know, that's the part of the job you really love um, is doing good in the community. Got talking a little bit more about it. And um, Jim's a pretty persuasive guy. <laughs> and um, also talked to Alan Gilmore, who was a former chair of the board there. There's only been four chairs of the board of the Community Foundation. It's an amazingly stable organization. Yes, uh, Joe, started by Joe Hudson in uh, 1984. Um, then um, Gene Miller used to be chairman of the board and CEO of Comerica Bank, then Alan Gilmore, and then Jim Nicholson. That's it. <laughs> so stability is is the key, I think, there. But um, so that's kind of how it got going. Very extensive interviewing process. I was not found by the search firm that was Spencer Stewart, although must admit during Christmas, she became my new best friend, <laughs> <laughs> coaching me and so forth. But, um, but we're... Uh, we're, we're pretty satisfied, my wife and I, and, and this chapter of our lives and what we can do here and make a kind of, a, you know, my lasting gift, I guess, back to the community. So. What what is it like succeeding someone who is an institution? It's um, it's interesting. I mean, you want to be respectful of the past um, and learn as much as you can. And she's still available to me. She lives in Gross Point, so it's not like she's too far away from. 333 Fort Street. But um, but also you have to, as a new person, I've learned this a lot through all the merger activity I've been involved with in the banking sector. You also have to make sure that your first job is to, um, you know, embrace 
the employees. You know, you have to make sure that you win the hearts and minds of the employees. And so that's that's been my first undertaking in a couple of months. And we're doing some things different, not changing things just because you're the new sheriff, but rather I, um, I think uh, doing some things that I think some of the employees are embracing. Um, one of the first major, major announcements of your tenure was happened yesterday with right. the announcement of the partnership with Wayne County. I wonder if you could uh, expand on what they, what that program is and what it will do. Sure. Well, it, just a little background. The new economy initiative started in 2007 with $100 million from various foundations, including the community foundation now have you know to this day now made over 180 million dollars of grants supporting 14,000 businesses in in detroit um the announcement yesterday was unique in the sense that it's it's 54 million dollars uh wayne county 32 million coming from wayne county 22 million coming from the foundation community including us what's unique about it though is you and I would not have this conversation two or three years ago because the 32 million is ARPA money. And with that comes more responsibility on our end. And I think that's why, you know, entities like Wayne County, like the foundation community look at, to us as a trusted advisor, because Mike, with, with ARPA money, you have a single audit, you have to perform a lot more compliance work because it's federal dollars. And we can do that. We've demonstrated we can do that. We manage a lot of the opioid settlement money. And same thing, federal money. So, you know, I think it's a good example of the power of the Community Foundation. We think we're really a convener and a collaborator. We put financial horsepower of our own money in, but also trusted partners, foundations, and now this, you know, a, a political entity they trust us to, you know, have the right accounting, back end accounting, et cetera. But I think the news there was that what Warren Evans is doing is trying to support um, the out areas, not just Detroit, but, you know, the cities of Romulus, Inkster, Dearborn Heights, those cities trying to help small business in those cities. A lot of those small business entities were left behind, you know, um, just didn't have the financial horsepower to survive the pandemic. So that's really what this money is for. So it's, it's been a, I think it's gonna be a neat partnership and hopefully maybe spur some other communities to, to join in this effort. This podcast is sponsored by the Joyce Foundation, which invests in public policies to advance racial equity and economic mobility for the next generation in the Great Lakes region. Are there other opportunities or, or discussions about the foundation community joining in with county governments and state governments with the ARPA money to leverage it for more impact. Yeah, we're um, we're in conversations right now, and you know, and I think again, you know, that's um, maybe an entity like Macomb County or Wayne County might not need, you know, some of you know they might have staffing to do what we do, but small municipalities will not have that kind of you know bandwidth, if you will. So, you know, let me give you an example. This is different, but it's exactly, it gives you an idea of what we can do. We um, manage something called the Green Lakes Way, Great Lakes Way, which is really from Port Huron down to Toledo, both waterways and wheelways, you know, biking. Some communities 
like right now we're helping cities like Ecorse and River Rouge. We help in the grant writing, we help in convening the DNR and Army Corps of Engineers. And so we do that for them instead of them, it's still for the benefit of the citizens of those two communities, but they don't have maybe the staffing model to do that. And so that's you know a good example of where we come in and we can do the same kind of thing, whether it's opioids or whether it's ARPA money. So it's, it is one of those unique moments in time, right? This is ARPA money is kind of a once in a lifetime thing. And it would be kind of blasphemy for the money to go unused, right? Mm -hmm. But it has to be used for the right purpose for the guidelines of the federal government. So it's, um, it's, it's pretty, this is what excites me because it, you know, you think, well, that's kind of boring, but if we can help people band together, do kind of the back office for them, help them with their goals, this region becomes a better region, Southeast Michigan. I think there, I think Southeast Michigan generally is actually pretty good at those kind of right. public foundation Absolutely. partnerships. I mean, the, the grand bargain in being an example of that. In a, That's, in that a is crisis. a good example. And by the way, we manage the grand bargain money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I think you're right. I mean, the grand bargain and, you know, one of the architects of that was Miriam Nolan, one of the many. That is a great poster child for how collaboration can work. And we have a great foundation community. You know, when you think of we're really blessed, you know, Davidson and Wilson and, you know, Kresge, Kellogg. I mean, we're we're pretty fortunate. I want to talk a little bit more about you personally. I wonder if you could uh, talk about your your career journey. Where did you where did you start? Well, so I uh, I grew up in Dearborn, uh, went to Dearborn High and. Graduated with Rick Snyder's wife from high school, which is a little <laughs> tidbit for you. Uh, but with that said, um, went to University of Michigan undergrad, Wayne State grad school, um, taught at Wayne State for seven semesters. What did you teach? I taught uh, intro to banking and real estate finance. Um, but I've worked, uh, I worked for PNC Bank for 32 years, um, lived in Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and uh, my wife stayed in Pittsburgh when we bought National City, but I lived in Cleveland for two years and commuted. So um, it was during that time that um, I made it known that I would like to go home. And um, it was a great opportunity. I was the chief credit officer of National City Bank after we purchased them. And once we got the regulators uh, squared away in July of 2010, after 19 years gone, I got to come back home the great state of Michigan. That's so a nice feeling that kind of homecoming. So it's, it's pretty neat. People say you can't go home. I'd beg to differ. Right. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's a good thought. And I think that's a, a good thought to wrap up on and leave okay. our listeners with. Uh, Rick, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, this has been Michael Lee at the Mackinac Policy Conference. This podcast is sponsored by the Joyce Foundation, which invests in public policies to advance racial equity and economic mobility for the next generation in the Great Lakes region.